Hi, I'm Michael Sassouli and welcome to Cinemates, a podcast where a bunch of mates chat about cinema over some drinks. In this episode, I'm joined by the Cinemates boys, Nick Stallone and Angus Newell. And together with Nick and Angus, we discuss Damien Chazelle's Oscar-winning musical, La La Land, starring Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. While drinking some Brewdog Shandy Shacks and Tiramisu Tyranny Stouts, we chat about Gosling and Stone's versatile talent, Justin Hurwitz's amazing score, and the film's iconic final sequence. As always, make sure you're following Cinemates wherever you get your podcasts and leave a five-star review to support us. Now sit back and enjoy this episode of Cinemates. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Open the pod bay doors, now. Keep your friends close, but your enemies close. I am nothing! Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Get busy, Larry. You get busy, Ty. Cinemaze boys, we're back for back another again. episode. Hey, Michael, how are you? Good to see you guys. Very good. How are you, Nick? Yeah, good, man. Very good. Very excited for this one. Yeah, I always love doing ones with you guys. It's a it's a fan favorite, La La Land. <laughs> mm, it is. It's a Monday. It gets talked about a lot on a Monday. From yeah. It does. <laughs> and I feel like it's a very polarizing film, mm. though. I haven't met someone who has been like, oh, it's okay. It's either you love it or you hate it. Yeah. So this will be uh, very interesting. But before we get into it... I'd like to shout out to our amazing sponsors, Brewdog Australia, Carbon Negative, Craft Beer Brewer. Mm-hmm. And today we're drinking, similar to the last episode, bit of a mix. Got the Tiramisu Tyranny Coffee and Chocolate Stout yep. and also the Shandy Shack. I'll be having the Shandy. Lemon Shandy. Yeah. I'm going to try the Tiramisu for the first time. Verdict? Mm. Yeah. I'm not a massive stout guy, mm. but I am a massive Tiramisu, tiramisu chocolate and coffee guy. Can I have a gander? You can. Um, it's, it's heavy. interesting. It's, it's it heavy. Is, it is a bit stronger. Three standard drinks, 10%. Wow. It's like a sweet Guinness almost. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That's a meal. It's still nice. Mm. Um, I'm a big Guinness fan. So yeah. Is, what are your thoughts? Is, oh, I'm like halfway through it already. <laughs> I've <laughs> been sipping it away before we started. Fun. Yeah. Goodbye. And as always, drink responsibly over our teens only, and mm-hmm. we'll leave a link for free delivery, a little discount code for our listeners in the show notes and our socials if you want to buy. Brewdog products online in Australia. Let's get into it though. La La Land, one word, five-star rating. What's everyone doing? My one word was pretty simple, but it was Gosling. Mm. And I'll get into why later. Okay. And I gave it a three out of five. Okay. Three? Yeah. Three? What? It's all right. That's okay. okay. <laughs> you said you haven't met anyone that says it's all right. No, 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 no. I Great do love start. the movie, but in comparison to other films, I'll get to why. Yeah, I, I we'll see why. I took two points You off. are immediately public enemy bit, number one. Maybe I was a bit harsh. Maybe I'll make it a 3.75. Don't let us hit no, 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 no. That's but, all right. But, you know, th- these ratings aren't the be all and end all. No, no, no. You can't treat them like that. No, no, no. I just, I thought you loved this movie. I do and, love this movie. Okay. Doesn't mean, doesn't mean that I have to give it a five <laughs> okay, out of five. Okay, okay, okay. Um, uh, and... Angus? I'm going to go colour um, nice. and I'm 
giving it a 4.5. I originally had it as a 4, rewatched it a couple of weeks ago for this, and it mm. increased 4.5. Okay. Okay. Um, I actually didn't prepare for this. This is kind of on the spot. I think I gave this a 5. A 5? <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> yeah. So and every podcast we do, you're going to give a five star? No. That's true. No, it's just back-to-back Arrival in La La Land. Just they're okay. some of my favorite movies. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Uh, word. I'm going to say um, talented. Yep. And it might be similar to Gosling, but we'll talk about that later. Um, so, yeah, bit of a mixed mixed, uh, mixed bag. Can, yeah. we, bag can we go back to you saying it's one of your favorite movies? Didn't you only yeah, 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 yeah. recently watch this and yes. you said you didn't like like musicals and you hadn't seen I, it? Well, yes, well, yeah, yeah. well, I think that's the elephant in the room, isn't it? Because it's a musical. Mm. This is our first musical we've done. Yeah. yeah. Traditionally, musicals aren't the most popular things. It's also not a, like a traditional musical, though. No, no. It's, it's not. just blended elements of it in. Having said that, it's definitely an entry-level musical. Uh, what I mean by that is it's not too much of a musical. Mm-hmm. It's definitely, mm-hmm. first and foremost, a rom-com with Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone, which on paper, mm. tick, right? Yeah. But it's got the musical elements in there. Yeah. Um, I was having a thought. Before we jump into this one, what are your guys' favorite musicals, like film musicals? Because Grease is really fucking good. I haven't seen that's the a, whole thing. You haven't seen the whole thing? No. Interesting. I've seen snippets of it with my mum. That's about it. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, rattle off some more. Rattle off the, some more. I mean, the Book of Mormon, that's not really a movie. It's just like a musical. I watched it on Broadway mm. way back. So it's not a movie? Yeah, but it's a musical is what I mean. Okay. Me and Mike, me and oh, Mike recently- Either that's been adapted yeah, on film I'm just or saying normal. musicals. Because me and Mike went guys, to- yeah. New York recently, you know that. Yeah. Yes. And we, I, I thought to myself, well, we should maybe go see a Broadway show. It and did, did you? Did not happen. Oh, man. <laughs> that's ter- no, that's terrible. But because I know you've said this before, Michael. Yeah. Got, oh, I'm not a musical kind of guy. But <laughs> do you have any? Yeah. So I'll, from this? I'll kind of answer what Angus alluded to and your question. Um, I'll just quickly say, yes, I hadn't seen La La Land until now. Um, big Damien Chazelle fan, love Whiplash, oh, yeah. love oh, all man. his other Babylon films. Yeah, love Babylon. Fuck the haters. Um, but yeah, watch this very late. And the reason was because the opening is like a very long, not very long, but like it's a musical sequence. And so I you, could never get past that. Oh, I literally tried, I tried like twice and I was like, nah, I can't do it. Anyway. Hey, that first opening gives me like cool. so much serotonin. Yeah, I know. Cool. So it does for me now. Like when I rewatched this, I had tingles and I literally wrote originally turned me off the movie, but now having seen it, it's epic. Yeah. But anyway, musicals, um, I don't think I've actually seen that many musicals. Rocky other Horror than, Picture Show? That's a good one. No, I haven't classic? seen it. No, okay. I've only about, seen like- What about a high school musical? Now yeah. That is a fucking classic. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. anyone who says otherwise trilogy. is an idiot. Trilogy, man. Yeah, it's it is an good. awesome trilogy. I, I remember as a kid, I used to turn my nose up to it all the time <laughs> in front of everyone, but secretly I'd go, now this is a fun movie. Yeah. A bit of a guilty Zac- pleasure, hey? Oh, massive guilty pleasure. <laughs> I love Zac Efron. And now the cat's out of the bag. Everyone these days goes, oh yeah, it's a classic. But at the time, there were so many cowards going yeah, oh, no, it's, on it. It's a girls' movie. It's a girls' yeah. movie. It's a fun kids' movie. It's a great it's movie. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. And it's a classic. And it's mm. funny to watch as an adult. Yeah. Because I saw snippets from it Because it's horrendous. Because it's horrendous. Yeah. It's terrible. But <laughs> it's a great film for what it is. Yeah. I think, I don't think I've actually seen that many musicals except out of like high school. Um, Grease, like Pirates of Penzance, all that sort of stuff. But. 
Uh, Tick, Tick, Boom was the yeah. was the movie that changed my mind on film musicals. Mm. That is great fucking movie. Nice. Um, because the thing yeah. about which, which getting into my one word and let's jump into this movie, mm. something that comes from this movie and I think why a lot of people do enjoy this film and say that they do like it is the absolute talent of the leading cast, mm. Ryan and Emma, especially Ryan, one of the, I mean, especially after this movie, he's proved that he is one of the most diverse yeah. actors out there. And if you think about, I don't know, who's like diverse, like Christian Brad Bale, Pitt. Brad Pitt. I'd love to see Christian Bale do a song and dance number. <laughs> I bet he can't. But Ryan Gosling can. And mm. he can also do stuff like Blade Runner. And well, whatnot. he's the triple threat. And, he's the triple threat. And he also learned how to play the piano for this role. Exactly. Yeah. He's such a talented man. Mm. Seems like a very nice guy as well. Yeah. And he's very handsome. So. Oh, absolutely. I think, yeah, to my one word of talented, there's just so many scenes in this where he's playing the piano, having to act, having mm. to sing. like portray all these things and sing mm. and even dance in yeah. some parts. And it's crazy to think that like he was... Sorry, not that he was capable of this, but that someone could pull, he could always pull dance. it all off. He was dancing when he was like he was. a kid. There are videos <laughs> yeah, of him dancing as a kid. He is blatantly like so much better at dancing than Emma Stone in this film. Like, true. I would watch scenes and I'd be watching. I didn't like, really know. I was watching Ryan for like maybe five, ten seconds, and mm. I'd look at Emma and I'm like, oh god, she's mm. she's like two steps. She's behind. struggling. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, but she's also very good as well because she has to sing and dance. She has and to sing, yes. I assume she does she learn. does she sing in this? It's, it sort of sounds like it might be a dub over. Okay, I haven't actually done my research oh, yeah. on that, so I'm not sure. Some scenes looked that way, but some scenes it looked and sounded exactly like. Well, maybe she uh, was. Yeah, maybe they, she was dubbing her own voice over. Yeah, just because they, well, that's they, they might not get it that, perfectly. Yeah, right. yeah sometimes it doesn't look that natural. They can't sing like. Mm. But it sort of doesn't all, sound like her. Like if I imagine Emma singing, like it doesn't really. Yeah, sound I like suppose. Her. I don't know. Even, listeners, do your own research. Yeah, even um some of the scenes where John Legend was singing. It it was definitely dubbed. Yeah, yeah, but obviously he can sing. Yeah, yeah. Um, His voice is amazing as well. Something I want to bring up before we dive fully into the film. Mm. Um, originally, uh, Chazelle wrote this when he was at Harvard in like 2010. Mm. So it think it took like nearly a decade to make. Six years. Six years. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think half a decade. <laughs> I was reading this thing. I said a decade, but that's okay. just blatantly wrong math. Hey? That's right. It was yeah, made yeah. In 2016. Mm. Yeah, it did. Um, Originally, front runners for the two starring roles was yeah. Miles Teller and Emma Watson. Mm. Wow, Emma um, Watson. Emma Watson pulled out for conflicting issues with Beauty and the Beast. You know okay. that live oh, action yeah. one she bad was doing. Film. Yeah, yeah, bad <laughs> film. Um, Emma was pretty good in it, though. To be fair, um, and then Miles Teller pulled out because he was originally they thought it was because he was asking for four million a four million dollar payday. Okay, um, after after working on Whiplash mm. with yep. Damien. Um, but then apparently it came out that Damien had told his agent, like, no, nah, I don't think he's right uh, for the role anymore. I'm going to move, uh, like, elsewhere. Well, I think it, they upgraded enough. to, to like, Oh, 100% they stars. upgraded. I don't <laughs> know, like, Emma Watson could have done a pretty good job. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, but you've got, the co- you've got the combination of Gosling, Stone, which previously in two films you've There's seen the evidence chemistry, for. Yeah. You've got so Crazy Stupid chemistry. Love and you've got Gangster Squad. Yeah. Yeah. That's the added, yeah, the chemistry. Yeah, the chemistry. So they've already worked with each other for, like, it'd probably be like a total of a year and a half to two years, like, just working with each other, seeing each other, like, Mm. every day. Yeah. Yeah. 
So it works got, for a romance. They've got palpable chemistry. Mm. It's so Cut infectious. It nice. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I love like, and we and we see that so much throughout the movie. Like a lot of things are kind of unsaid. Yeah, and we obviously see different ways that their relationship could have gone, but it's just so infectious. Yeah. So back to those original potential castings. Like, do you think the movie would be as much of a success if those two, Teller and no. Watson, those were are always such tough questions because yeah. there's so many of those out there. Like. Off the top of my head, American Psycho, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio as the main. You, know, you never know mm. because Miles Teller is so talented as well. Yeah. And he could have pulled out all the stops and I think he, his dance. Actually, well, he's, have you seen the remake of Footloose? I have. Which he's in. So you've got the Kevin Bacon Footloose and you've got this yeah. remake from like 2014 uh-huh. that uh, Miles Teller's in and he, oh. like, he has some moves. Oh, he, he does? Dance. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so he can dance. Yeah, he can I, dance. I think because okay. like, Musicals aren't that big in like cinema and Hollywood. Cinema, no. So I think that, and this, as we said, this is like a, a romantic comedy drama first and then a musical. I think that because that story was an experiment in itself. And like you said, Chazelle couldn't get his project off the ground until Whiplash was like successful because it probably was a out there mm-hmm. script and stuff. I think that they needed two like tried and trusted heavyweight actors for the main two. Whereas like Miles had only would have been really like come experiment out still. Yeah. 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 Just on saying that, Chazelle's discography not discography. What's what <laughs> filmography. is his filmography, sorry, is so impressive because you got those big three, um, Babylon, La La Land, and um, Whiplash, which are all movies about you know, they've got a big musical Music, yeah. element to them, like a big sort of jazz element mm. to them. Um, but also, especially La La Land and Babylon, they're very like meta, like they're talking about Hollywood and romanticising Hollywood mm. a lot. And I find it so interesting in all of these movies that romanticise Hollywood and Los Angeles, how they really make it look so beautiful. Mm. But in reality, there's just like homeless <laughs> people and there's shit. Everywhere. I know. Never. I, and it's fair because it's a movie, but it's yeah. it's always like, Go, looking at all of these things and they're obviously both two struggling artists mm. so that you'd think that they'd be living in not the greatest places yeah. but that they're, they're, the places they're living in look fantastic. nice. They look <laughs> yeah. really nice. I was like, now that looks like a really nice apartment but you're meant to be like struggling working minimum wage yeah, in Los yeah. Angeles. You know, you should be in some really dingy spot. Like, I don't see any homeless people anywhere. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Oh, I was thinking that when they go on their first date to like the jazz bar and he does this whole speech about awesome. how jazz is dying. And yeah. we can talk about that later. But when they leave, it's like into a back alley and it mm. looks so nice. Looks like it should 1,000% be rubbish. Yeah. yeah. And like... Eight homeless people. Eight junkies. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. I was like... <laughs> At least eight. Yeah. Maybe I'll move to LA. Yeah, like, yeah. it looks great. You know, it was um, originally written to be in Boston. Wow. Yeah. Oh. I did not So that, that would have been very, very different. I don't think you can have that story set in Boston. Mm. It's like two people trying to like chase that sort of dream. That sort of dream. Especially like, all the, the color and... Yeah. I don't know if Boston's as colourful place. Well, do you want to talk about that scene, Michael, where he goes mm. to the jazz bar? It's one of my favourite scenes yep. on their first date because I feel like when he's talking about the jazz and he's he's going like, oh, the trumpet player, you know, he's mm. he's fighting with, with this guy and then he's stealing the show and they're all composing and rearranging. Yeah. You could tell that that's Damien Chazelle 
just blatantly talking to the audience. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he's obviously a lover of jazz. Yeah. And he's he's upset that jazz is dying and he's mm. hoping that movies like Babylon and La La Land and Whiplash are going to revitalize it. Yeah. And to a certain extent, I'm pretty sure that's worked. Yeah. I don't know, what do you guys think? I think this scene is so great. Um, the first part of why is that she says to him, Mia says to Seb, she's like, oh, but like, you know, what about Kenny G, who's like obviously a famous um, saxophone player, uh, and he starts firing up, and I immediately thought of you, (laughs) because he's like, no, that's not what jazz is, and then he starts talking about how the band is like conflicting between each other and Mm. trying to create different things in their solos, and especially as someone who's not that, like in depth with jazz music until we went to America and like got to see people improvising. You in. went to New Orleans. Yeah. You've been cultured up. I have now. That's awesome. I'm and jealous, so Michael. rewatching it, I was like, wow, I love that. They're sort of telling this to the audience. And like you said, it's very much Chazelle trying to. Yeah. Sometimes it. you do have to tell, not show, like mm. shove it, shove it in their face so that people mm. understand it, like yeah. to the layman. That yeah. doesn't know the ins and outs of, yeah. of jazz well, music. Yeah, I think it's important for Seb's character as well because it's like without seeing why he's so passionate, it might not have hit as mm. as well. Because mm. like, you know, jazz is, as he talks about, like a dying, dying part of music and his dream of like opening a jazz club and revitalizing it may not have been as strong as like, you know, wanting to reach Hollywood and be an actress like... Mm. Mia. So I yeah. think that scene is just so great. And the way that it also like cuts to like close-ups of the trumpet player and mm. like the way that they – because he's already done Whiplash and it that focuses on the players. But in this I felt like it was more focusing on the instruments. Mm-hmm. Did you guys feel that as well, particularly in these scenes? Yeah. Um, I think that would be such a tough thing to make a movie – scene where people are playing instruments live and have it be believable Mm. because you have to catch the actor's fingers doing the right thing or close to the right thing for it to look believable. Because then you're going to dub the music over after. Because they're going to – they have to dub the music over Mm. after. Like they can't Mm. just – Imagine how many like shots you're going to have to do just so you get the exact right timing. Exactly. So they – Ryan would obviously have to be – I know for a fact he didn't actually play – the really complex part of me and Sebastian's theme, where it goes ham, mm. but he's doing something on. But just with just the, the start that part. makes it look <laughs> like oh, beautiful, beautiful, mm. beautiful. Let's let's hop into that after oh, this. God. Yeah, but I don't know if I've really answered your question. No, Michael. no, sorry, I but I, I like that would be so, and he doesn't so well in Whiplash with mm. um, Miles Teller playing the drums when. It looks very believable when he's not actually doing that impressive drum solo that's yeah. recorded by a maestro and he's looking like he's playing it same Mm. thing in this movie with seb playing the piano and all of the different musicians when they're on the tour with that band Mm. i think that would be such a hard thing to make look believable yeah because they're not playing it live they're they're all just quietly hitting the things yeah the audio editors have put it over the top Mm. Yeah, I yeah, think that's like crazy. very cool. Yeah, that's so crazy. A lot of time. It would take a lot it. of yeah. it take a lot of rehearsal and a lot of time. Yeah. So, so should we talk about Mayor and Seb's <clears> theme? The thing about this theme <laughs> is that it haunts me, man. It haunts <laughs> me to my core. It's it's like when you've got a good theme, 
you know that as soon as it plays, you start thinking about characters. So you think mm. about what Imperial March, Darth Vader. Yeah. Isengard Unleashed, you think about Sauron and the Urukai. Mm. Mir and Sebastian's theme, you're thinking about Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Lovers. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, you're so. I think about them head. briefly for a second. Then you also just, your mind runs wild, just like. Such a beautiful song. It, well, it's also depressing as fuck. Oh, it is. I, whoa, 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 no, whoa, 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 I don't. No, no. It's I, not we can we can unpack melancholic that. maybe, but yeah. not depressing. I think because uh, we haven't really talked about Justin Hurwitz's yes, score, the maestro, the king, who mm. always you know they went to college together. Yeah, really. Yeah, Chazelle and Hurwitz. Yeah, yeah. That's a so great they've like always story. been in. They've always, they've like always been, been in buddies. contact, and he's like, bro, bro. Like yeah, when, yeah, I, yeah. when I write a movie, you're going to be composing. Imagine <sighs> Man, that. that so is well, I think the score is so important in this movie. Oh yeah, it's like a musical. And I feel like there's also a few other themes to like yeah, yeah. that sort of are just motifs and like layered City throughout. City of Stars. City of Stars. That's a great one. Which actually won. Oh no, it was nominated for best original song. Nice. Um, the winner of best original song, so it had two nominations, was, was um, the first one. Um, oh no, sorry. <laughs> no, no. Tell <laughs> yeah, yeah. Original song for City of Stars won. Yeah, that for category. Best, best original song for an Oscar. And then, yeah, and then the audition where Emma sings during her like audition of the TV show she's doing or whatever mm-hmm. was also nominated. So she I sings two in nominations. one of the auditions. Yeah, in, the, yeah. in that audition where she gets that role. Mm. She gets her dream role. Or not the dream role, but she gets yeah. a really good role. Oh, when she's like talking yeah. about life. Yeah, she's talking yeah. about Paris or something and yeah. then she yeah. starts okay. singing. Yeah. Sorry. Also, uh, best – I'll just say everything that it won because it won best original score as well. Wow. Justin Hurwitz. Nice. Best director, Damien Chazelle, youngest ever. He was 30. <gasps> best actress, Emma Stone, and cinematography and production design. Yeah. Um, but talking about sense. the score, I just feel like – Did Gosling get a nod? Yeah, he got nominated. I'll just keep going because it got it got the tied most <laughs> nominations by a single film of with fourteen, tied with Titanic, and another film all about Eve. Nominations, Wait, most Oscar nominations. Yeah, ever. Well, how many nominations did one of the Lord of Rings get? Yeah, I think that Less. got the most wins. Wins, <clears throat> yeah. but they didn't get nominated for that many. Yeah. They went like eleven from eleven, eleven from twelve. Well, they won eleven from eleven. Why didn't they get nominated for more? Well, I that's, don't know. Dude. That's another Actually, podcast. Not in the Academy. Oh, there was there was probably no best actor, best actress in. There. They didn't get no. They didn't get. No. Yeah, they wouldn't have had nods for that. Yeah. It's like such a big thing. But um, everything, everywhere, all at once has taken over as the most awarded film. If I'm not mm. mistaken, I think yeah. maybe most awarded film. No, who did they only win? Not, not Oscars. Yeah, but it's the most overall film. most awarded. Yeah. They did, definitely didn't beat Oscars. No, 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 no. They didn't anyway, beat that's still back, that's still for your that's still for your love, mate. Hey, hey, back to La La Land nominations: Best Picture. Actor Gosling, original screenplay, film editing, costume design, original song for the audition song, sound editing, and sound mixing. Yeah, that makes um, sense. But yeah, the score is phenomenal. It's such an integral part. I feel like the theme is very immediately thinking about the two characters. I also listen to it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the best, the best part about it and the structure of the movie is that we first hear it when... She sees him playing at the like restaurant where he has to play Christmas carols for yeah. J.K. Simmons, <laughs> which is also a funny cameo. Yeah, it is a funny cameo. Um, and he plays it there and she's like blown away by him and the kind of lights fade. And then we obviously get that at the end of the movie mm. when he plays it at his jazz bar and then it kind of 
fades into it their that. dream sequence. The dream sequence where it's like their life they could have led together. Yeah, so it has yeah. so many different meanings and sort of feelings. Like, yes, it's depressing, but also it's what kick-started their relationship. It's, so it's such a... It's like, it's major, yeah. It's probably like 90% depressing to me. <laughs> okay. It's a terrible outlook. It's not yeah. depressing at all. It's me- it's melancholic and it's uplifting and beautiful. Yeah. That's that, just, well, man, like, don't that's, bite that's my head opinion. off. No, that, that's just, yeah, no, <laughs> no, that's, not, that's what's not. good about it. You can have different opinions. Yeah, that's true. Um, that is true. Quick one. What do we think of the pool party scene? Because, again, the score Fantastic. is so yeah. amazing. He's but playing, the sequence. He's playing... Um, what is it? Ta- um, oh no 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 no! Table. I know what you're not the not the not the daytime pool party. Yeah, the Emma Stone people jumping in the pool nighttime. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. and then they go on the walk together. Yes, yeah, yes. that's a beautiful, beautiful. Let's sequence. unpack those. Well, then they do that dance sequence up when they're trying to find a car. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. it's iconic. And I think you've got the, you've got Los Angeles in the background. Yeah, I think the sun. It's dusk. And there's not a single person anywhere. Not a no. single person anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Again, maybe not that yeah. <laughs> uh, believable. But first time watching this, the camera work of that pool party scene, like at night, mm. um, it stays on Emma. She's like talking to all these gronks. Like this guy's like, yeah, I'm trying to crack it as a writer. Yeah, yeah. And just like all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolute um, clown. But then they all break into song and like the camera goes into the pool and mm. like stays a lot of time. continuous shots in this which are very hard to yeah. pull off um so i just thought that was crazy Who but was the cinematographer uh cinematographer this sort of blew my mind Go. linus sandgren did okay. american hustle joy first man no time to die oh. don't look up and babylon wow oh. it's very similar to, very similar to Babylon. Yeah, like very much Babylon and American Hustle, just yeah. like staying on people. And, the long continuous. Yeah. yeah. He's good. Very He's good. Really, really good. Um, But yeah, that scene after where they – because he uh, – Seb actually brushes Mia when she's like, oh, I just saw you play and brushes, but then this is the next meeting? Mm. Or have they already gone on the date? No, this is first. This is before. So they yeah. go on the walk. Yeah, this is before. Um. And they, like, have this – I think, again, I think it's a one-shot take for a lot of it. It is, yeah. Um, Like, they're chatting, they're having a walk around the streets. And they have the musical number being like, this could never work. You yeah. Know, but it's classic, like, the audience knows, oh, it's going to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. You just wait. They're going to smooch. Um, I had a question about this. So yeah. the dance sequence is amazing. Nice. Um, the the whole thing is just phenomenal. Um, But when they – actually find because they're trying to find her car because she can't find it they find her car <clears throat> she's like oh do you want to lift home mm-hmm. and he says no and then uh she's like oh are you sure and he's like yeah my car's just like up there and then she gets in they they don't kiss or anything she drives off and he pretends to walk up the hill but he actually walks back down and back to the party where his car his is. car was right at the front so my question is yeah. why didn't he take the lift and why did he like choose to sort of lie to her and end it where it did? Because I think, oh, <clears throat> you know what a, I mean? Yeah, that's a good question. I think obviously he just wanted to go on the walk with her because, mm. and then he's just you know he's being smooth. Like, he's being smooth. He's being smooth. Don't push it too much. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, too, yeah, 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 exactly. Too much too <laughs> so soon. Like, no, 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 it's fine. My car's just here. And then she turns corner. He runs back. back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Get an Uber back. Like, fuck, fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna be late. <laughs> I'm gonna be late. But. Yeah, that's, no, yeah. he's not going to go back to her. They're going to lift straight away. He's going to yeah. play it cool. It's that's a great 
That's I didn't pick that up. That's a really mm. subtle thing that you could tell that he's got a little bit. He's of a, a bit of a Riz Meister, like Jeremy yeah, Renner. Yeah, yeah. Like Stop Jeremy with your little Riz analysis. Back to back movies where the lead male is a bit of a, a, bit of a, Riz a Rizman. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> a that's a, yeah, interesting. I didn't. I didn't yeah, maybe maybe we should take some notes on that. Um, <laughs> I need all the help. I let's can talk get. about you, you talked about <laughs> the daytime party with the shitty eighties band. Yes, let's. Talk it's just like that. multiple times where he sells out. So he's got the shitties eighties band, and then he's got his <laughs> band with John Legend, yeah. where he's it's like, true. he does, where he's he just does like this, he's selling like, out. Yeah, he's, <laughs> and then he does a little, <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's, yeah. I know all those instruments; they're really cool. But synth, um, is that a synth? It is. It's a synth. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I got it right. <laughs> um, but I was scared to ask that. That's, no, no, it's really cool how um, the the band mm. is like it's so lame. The, the oh, they yeah. cast the band so well. It's yeah. like because the lead singer is just like kind of shit, and he's got he's kind of shit, but he's passable for like a band <laughs> that would play at a party. Yeah, oh. and and Ryan Gosling has got the keyboard guitar, <laughs> which is so eighties and so lame. Yeah, man, he's basically got like the um, the Wiggles like mm. sidewards keyboard that they used to have, or yeah. the fucking xylophone. Mm. Not as an iPhone, but sure. Guitar. Oh, wait. What's that one with the fucking airbag that goes out? Oh, like a um, or, uh, accordion. Accordion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not that, but yeah, sure. yeah. I yeah. agree. He literally no, said what it was. Um, I'm just joshing. But yeah, I think the way that it plays out, like Mia requests um, Take On Me. No, no, no. Uh, Iran. Iran. By Flock of Seagulls. Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, the way that uh, Ryan plays Seb's like reaction to having to play, he's like, you know, he's like doing all these really sarcastic yeah, looks yeah, to the yeah. lead singer. <laughs> and it's so funny. And he does Emma, everything in those stupid bands. He does everything so effortless, effortlessly. Yeah. Mm. Well, like, he's, just, like, he's just looking around he's obviously, and he's yeah, just he's doing so everything like perfectly. Talented. Yeah. I think that the way that Mia. Emma Stone plays that sort of piss take as well. Like she's just she's like doing mouthing it yeah, all yeah, yeah, and like yeah, being so like it. animated. Mm. Um, again, it, that chemistry because that was the that was before their walk or after. It's hard. I think it was before. I think, I think it's it before. before. I think she like fucked with him, and then he's they saw each other at the party. Like yes, you know later on, and it. like maybe a weekend after, and mm. yeah. then they had like a proper yeah, nice no, romantic you're moment. Right, and then they had their romantic yeah. evening. You're absolutely right. Um, we don't have to touch on every single scene, but can we touch on one of like the main main scenes yeah. where um, Ryan finds out that she's got a gig, she's got a call back to a movie, and he goes to her house and fucking honks it on his horn. That's really good. Because it, I, after they'd had that big fight where he sort of seems like a mm. bit of a dickhead and a bit selfish. Yeah. Um, it, that just a testament to his character mm. where he wants her to succeed. Even though she's not going to be in his life, he still wants her to I think it's succeed. like because he has the empathy where he knows how much she wants it is like similar to how much he wants his, mm. his dream. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, well, I know how it feels like. I'm gonna go make it happen. That was such well. a wholesome scene. Yeah, yeah. She goes, "Nah, nah. I don't think I'm gonna do it." Yeah. And he goes, "What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck?" She's what? like, what? "She's like, come now, no, I will not shut up. Do you tell me why?" <laughs> yeah, I think I, I I imagine like how many takes it would have taken for them and for her yeah, to they like been cracking to up like for b- sure. be laughing but not like fully not crack like, it. Yeah, yeah. Not Man, I would I would fucking lose my shit when <laughs> yeah. Ryan Gosling can go from blank face to mm. just 
Yeah. yeah. Or like, you know, like really like <laughs> jolty. And you know, like in the nice guys and then this one as well, yeah. he always has those jolts. Yeah. yeah like someone like scares me. Yeah, he's a good um, like animated. Yeah, physical like, actor. He gets really, yeah, yeah, he gets really animated, which is cool. Yeah, I think that's a, a great scene and again, really shows his character's like progression of it all. Um, but I actually want to quickly touch on the scene where um, I actually quickly want to touch on the scene where Seb and Mia do have that fight yeah. because before it, or at least I, I'm not sure if it's it's a, it's the same night or whether it was before or not, but they have the scene where he sings um, City of Stars mm-hmm. and he's playing the piano and she's like in the background. She joins him and then they sing together. Mm-hmm. Um, again, that's that, that scene was probably the one that was like, they're so talented having to do all this. Mm, I think that, I think that was like months before the argument. Yeah. And then they, and then he like goes on tour with his stupid, that's right. Like jazz rock band. Yeah. Mm. Oh, and it's not stupid. <laughs> well, he's doing well for himself, but he's also he's like selling, selling out, out to what he wants. So that's why she gets stupid, pushed away. For him. Yeah. And then she's just doing lots of, I think she was still doing lots of like auditions and stuff and yeah. failing. So yeah. like, he was like going well in a sense. And, yeah. And she was writing a play. Yeah. yeah. I think the most heartbreaking bit is, yeah, when he's being a bit of a dick. They haven't really seen each other for a while. No, the but, problem was he cooked her. He like came home, it surprised her, cooked her dinner. Mm. And you're like, fuck, this is dope. Like, yeah, nice. like this is mad. This yeah, is, yeah. They're, they're just having a nice time. And then it just switches to yeah. animosity and arguments yeah. and... And then like, the, oh, no, the cake no. burns in the oven and it's just like, oh, and fuck. Yeah. yeah, that's terrible. And the scene later where... um the play? It's her first night of a play. Oh, man, heartbreaking. And John Legend, the fucker, has oh. to say, oh, like, you ready for the photo shoot? And he's like, what? I thought that was next week. And you're like, no. And then she that misses the play. stresses me out so much <laughs> yeah. in movies. When I'm like, I'm like, no, you got to be, be you gotta somewhere be there, else. Man. You got to be somewhere else. Like, hurry up. Yeah. And and it's really comedic when he's playing the piano and there's that there's that photographer going like, come on, like play something. You're a pianist, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. No, that was good. Yeah, play something. And he's just so out of it, like so furious. Yeah. And he's and wearing, he that, wear and he's wearing that white hat yeah, with yeah, the sunnies. Yeah. Oh, he's like, looking like a loser, like a yeah. clown. And and, yeah, come on, hey, I was great. Play something, play something for yeah. me. Yeah. Meanwhile, poor Mia has like five people there and a big and she's sign looking at her saying reserve. And then oh. the disappointment when... And she's overhearing people go like, oh, she shouldn't quit her day job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, man. That's so it's just all going wrong. And yeah. then he finally gets there. He's like yelling, Mia, Mia. Fuck, it's so heartbreaking. And Emma Stone just does it so well, like crying, mm. saying it's over, dreams done. And I just think that scene, rewatching that scene was hard. That was tough. Oh, what do you guys think after the... The ending of the film. The dream sequence. The dream sequence. Yeah. Um, and we know that Damien Chazelle loves his big grand mm. endings. Yeah. Um, it's similar to a, a jazz song in a sense where you just you just rev up at the end and then mm. boom. Yeah. And then he like, you know, we've got that final shot where, again, there's no words that had to be said. It's just... Mm. Facial gestures, yeah. Again, a test, a testament to how good they both are at acting. Yeah. What do you think is being said in that last shot of them looking at each other? That's a really good question. 
I think because they're both. I don't know if he's smiling he, more or if it's equal. It's I think it might be equal. He gives her a nod. Mm-hmm. She gives she gives him like a little bit of like an eyebrow raise mm-hmm. or something. Mm. Um, that is there's a definitely very a, good. Uh, there's definitely not one thing being said. There's definitely a lot of no, things no, no. being said. Well, I th- I um, think because like at this point she's got a husband, a daughter. Yep. He's got his club, and they look to be doing really well. And when he sees her for the first time sitting down with her husband, he's like stunned and he's just like speechless to the crowd for a bit. Mm-hmm. So I think he's he's originally like shocked and like misses her. Mm-hmm. And he says before, and they both say to each other before, they'll always love each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he's kind of like shocked at the start, but the smile and nod is like a, you know, like well you, well done. You reached your dreams. Because obviously, yeah, he knows that she's reached her dreams because she's everywhere. She's on billboards. It's like now, yeah. now she knows as well. And she knows because he, he's she's in his club and it's packed. Yeah, and he's doing so well. And yeah, it's, yeah, it's like so. A, it's like a mutual. It's like a mutual thing. Like I still love you, but <clears throat> congratulations. It's a shame I feel that like couldn't. Yeah, I feel like exist. the nod is like the look and the nod is like I wish I could have gone on this journey with you, but like. Mm. Mm, there's no way I would have succeeded unless we experienced those things together like we did. Yeah. Do you yeah. think they would have been able to achieve their dreams if they stayed together? No, well, I we'll, think they might have got a, like too comfortable. Well, yeah. we saw we saw them like watching what could have happened. Yeah. And it did look like Mia would be successful, but I don't think Seb had his club in the oh, in that like dream sequence. Okay. Because like they go to he goes to the play. Oh, actually, the whole thing is like he doesn't brush her, kisses her straight away mm. yeah. in the restaurant. Uh, he goes to her play and he's like clapping and it's packed. And it's packed, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. they go to Paris together and I think it's all mostly her dream. Yeah, I think it's mostly him following along. Mm. And then they – actually, no, because they go – the end of the dream sequence is them sitting together in a jazz club. Mm. Yeah, but you, think you never know. He might just – yeah, he yeah might okay, just, maybe that's the question. There. Yeah. He might um, just be like, oh – like Seb but, still likes jazz. Let's go yeah. to a club one night. But then they also have a kid, and we see how how right, how correct it looks. That it they does. Have a it kid does throw the notion out there. Like, yeah, if he rode along with Mia and sort of gave up his dream, does he still, you know, get the love of his life, get the the kid, the family that it, that he probably also wants mm-hmm. along with his dream? Do you think that's the point of the film? Is like, it's one or the other. Choose between the love of your life or your dream. Maybe nah. I no? for me, for me, yeah. I think the the point of the movie is that you know sometimes you have these like soulmates and people that you know are getting deep, yeah. the, <laughs> we're getting deep and romantic, like <laughs> people that are like the love of your life, but the timing is mm. not right mm. in terms of like wanting to pursue dreams and reach goals and things like. I think this movie for me is about is that misalignment of timing. There's yeah. also, you know, there's also the notion that there's there's multiple soul soulmates like on this earth for you. Mm. So mm. that could be one soulmate for him, Mia. Um, even his dream, like like a, I guess like a like a not not a person, but can be your soulmate. Like his dream of you know owning the jazz bar and you know producing that feeling for everyone through jazz music. Mm. Um, but yeah, the the misalignment of time and everything is is also good. I I do think it. I semi agree with Nick on the notion where it's like choose one or the other. Mm. If you want both, 
Kind of both. We can have both. In a, you can yeah. have both, but you might not be as successful in both of them. Like you can't yeah. put in a hundred percent into both. Really? Yeah. So it's you're not optimistic. That was both. my when I watched when I rewatched it. That was sort of my interpretation. Of, okay. Yeah. Of the film. It's in, yeah. It's yeah, like you could but put the thing you said about timing as well. That that's mm. true. Like that's true. Seb could put a hundred percent of his effort in, or ninety eight percent of his effort into the jazz bar. And then maybe have a pretty average marriage with Mia, and then not get or along. Other way around, or yeah. other way around, he loves her like immensely and has a shitty. And then bar. he's sad about his career and yeah and stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. And then, might, and then he starts resentment. resenting anyway. So, resentment, yeah, yeah, it is. That's why the one or the other comes into. Yeah, it. Mm. I think that that aside, the nod and the sort of dream sequence, and we get the like. They have like a dance number as well. I think the whole thing is just such a well edited and well like choreographed ending to the story. Mm. It could have been it could have been a typical rom com they meet. It doesn't work. It could have sort of ended at it could have sort of just ended at that at her seeing him at the at the club, but and we as the audience would have always asked, like, what could have been, mm. and then and he, then he shows us, that. and but then they go, no, it was just a fantasy, and then it yeah. fucks us up, and then we go, <laughs> fuck, yeah. But I think it was just so good. It's like probably like ten minutes long. Um, it's really long. One little thing in it is when, uh, so what happened the, in the restaurant when he doesn't brush her, they kiss, mm-hmm. and then they stop kissing. And these people behind them just start clicking, <laughs> and like the whole restaurant just starts yeah, like yeah. singing. It's a classic musical. And then they're about to leave, and yeah. J.K. Simmons gets in yeah, their yeah, way, yeah, and he's and he, does and he starts like jig. clicking. Yeah, yeah. It's so <laughs> funny. It's it's there's so many classical like musical moments, like when they when they go to the observatory and they start floating and walking. Like yeah, that. and just, you're like, what? I remember watching that, going like, oh god. <laughs> you know, it's true that you know we're not really musical fans. Yeah. When we're watching this movie mm. and we're going, yeah, great scene. And then they start going like, well, the and they start singing and you sort of go like, oh, well, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah let, Got to sit with this for the next yeah, three minutes. Skip, skip, skip. Like, you know. But um, yeah, I mean, yeah. That, that was really funny. I did laugh when I saw J.K. Simmons yeah. go, oh, hey, hey. I think it's yeah. also just like a bit of a joke to the fact that he played Fletcher in yeah, Whiplash yeah. and then here he is man. like now he's clicking his fingers in <laughs> yeah. that, now jazz hands. Yeah, now he knows um with the uh, ending with the ending of the film, you got Chazelle's like three crazy endings. Mm. You got Whiplash's, you know, build up like gimme more, gimme more. You've got Babylon's fucking I don't know, acid, acid trip montage. Yep. Mm. And you've got this like dream sequence mm-hmm. of what could have been. Just what, quickly. What we are forgetting First Man. I don't know if that has. Yeah, a we're, we're, we're not including First Man. In yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Not musical. Ten Cloverfield Lane and The Last Exorcism Part Two. <laughs> what? They're yeah. definitely not his I, film. Yeah, he's so, done Ten well, Cloverfield Lane. That's, yeah. yeah, that's what. Like, that's what yeah, for but for those three ones, what, what Google's telling me, man. What would be like your most impactful ending? <laughs> oh, what? Um, they're all different. Like the the message of each is different. Like um, Whiplash is obviously like the pursuit. An obsession of like success. This is the same, but a bit more realistic with like relationships involved and mm-hmm. how they interfere with that. And then Babylon is like, like going too far, film. and the the come down of it all. But it, it's like a massive. Mm-hmm. My question. No, no. My question still stands. Just, just yeah, yeah. be objective okay. and, okay. and be objective. I think they all tie in with the same sort of message, which is like 
a love of art. Mm. So which one? Yeah. Ba- but which one? But which simple. one hit you the hardest? Which one hit me the hardest? Probably Babylon. I'm gonna go Babylon as yeah. well. I I guess because it's like cinema and that was relatable, yeah. like in the way that they like really romanticize cinema and show us mm. it through all the ages and give us that acid trip. Yeah. Probably, uh, probably La La Land. Land for me. You reckon? Mm. Well, you're a bit of a romantic, are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, this is, this is a close. They're all so close together. They're all, they're all yeah. great. I mean, man. I would, I would say Babylon's solo, probably the lowest for me. The, the drum solo in Whiplash is amazing. Mm. Yeah. Like, that is so, so, mm. so, so cool. Yeah. That whole sequence, even though it's just. Oh, so on that drum solo, you know, yeah. the drum solo in Whiplash where the camera is flipping from. From oh, Miles yes. to Fletcher, yeah, Miles yeah. to Fletcher. There. He also does that in this one as does, well. Does, and have you yeah, seen yeah, that behind the scenes video where Chazelle is like right next to the guy? He's like, tapping him on the shoulder. Yeah. And this guy's just blowing his body around. That's insane. That is a cool Um, I love that he like sort of carried that through. He's a cool. I'm really excited to see what he does next. It's a shame that some people didn't like Babylon because I thought that was. I, can, I feel like people. Yeah. I feel like people in the industry really like Babylon, so it's not going to like affect him nah. too much. <sighs> also, he, yeah, like youngest best director Academy Award star, ever. Hey? Like, yeah, he'll. Yeah, the fact that he can say so many things about like music and Hollywood at the age of thirty is insane. Yeah, um, I, I'm 25. I, what the fuck can I say? <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got some quick questions. Okay. Um, first one at the very start when he brushes her at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Like, why does he brush her? Well, he's, he's, he's just been he's, fired. He's been he's, fired. I get that. Tough, mate. But like this person is like, you know, attractive he, woman has said, no, I just right, saw no, you cool. play and he <laughs> just, like, yeah, yeah. No. like he doesn't even respond to her. Mike, just listen here, mate. <laughs> All right. He's had this bullshit job. So he's not, allowed to, play, dick, he's not allowed to play the music <laughs> that he likes. He's been fired and he and doesn't, lady, he hasn't, he hasn't seen her like ogling him. He hmm. just hears I just saw you play. He's like, he'd be, I don't nah, give a fuck. He's, he's zoned yeah, in, like, yeah. to leave. He just lost his job. He wants to go he's home. Struggling. He wants to order a pizza and have a fucking Man. beer. Yeah. All I, all I, if I was in this situation, okay, I'd be pissed off. If Emma off. Stone was standing in front of Mike. <laughs> no, I would just at least hear her out, not just walk away so rudely. Okay. Anyway, right, that, was, that was it. That um, sorry, this isn't really a question, but we haven't really talked about the best picture uh, whole Oscar gaffe. So at the Academy Awards, La La Land was accidentally announced as Best Picture winner. Oh, yeah, wait. Because oh. it was a duplicate card for Emma Stone winning. So they at the awards ceremony, oh. Um, oh, PwC, the accounting Fuck, yeah. firm, has two copies of every award result. And the people that were announcing it got given the... Emma Stone one, but they obviously saw like La La Land. Well, there was, and the Emma Stone name was on there too. Yeah, so yeah, they just they like saw La La Land, didn't so really read it, and then read it out. And then who, it was Moonlight. God, it was Moonlight, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. So then, like two minutes later, the La La Land oh, people were like, Christ. oh, actually, oh. Moonlight won. Oh, you know, I didn't oh. actually watch that live because I, I, hate heard, I heard about it and yeah. I knew that I would just cringe way too hard. Yeah. You know what I did watch? No, I didn't watch it live. Will Smith. Similar thing. No, not the Will Smith. The it, same thing happened. Was it um was it America's Next Top Model or something? Mm, it was one of those think it shows was. where they announced it live, something like that. Or like America's Got Talent or something. It was something like that. Talent. And they announced it and then had to go 
Actually, Uh-oh. guys, it's someone else. And the person on stage had to go. Okay. I bet you if you look up, myself. I bet you if you look up on YouTube, there's just a whole lot of them, and oh, it's just it's so cringe because you got to yeah. feel for the person getting awarded, and they're got to feel for the person so who announced it. <laughs> and the, wait, there's one where um. Mm-hmm. The Family Steve Feud guy, Steve, Steve Harvey, Harvey yeah, does it. Yeah. Is yeah, that which, the America's Got Talent one or the America's Next Top Model one? Oh, yeah, I've seen that one. Steve Harvey's That's like, oh, one. we made a mistake. Oh, I'm so sorry, guys. Man, that is rough. That's um, rough as guts. So that yeah. happened to La La Land, did it? Yeah. But obviously it won like it seven best, awards. Best director mm. and um, yeah. stunning film. What, yeah. Just last question. What was the minus two slash 2.25? Yeah, you've been raving about yeah, this just, film all night. <laughs> I was it just the musical aspect? Just the musical aspect. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Yeah. Like you skipped through that. But you're I, no, I never skipped. I never skipped. But you're a music man. Yeah, but not. Oh, no. um, you guys are really pulling at hairs here. I did <laughs> like. I did like, and I do like some musicals because I have so much respect for the actors doing it. To be able to sing and yeah. dance and act, especially in a live theater mm. setting, to be able to project your voice like that is yeah. so insane and requires so much skill and talent. But then when you mm. dub it over in a movie. It's yeah, not, they dub it over in a movie, yeah. but they're still like to to pull that off in a film is very impressive yeah. as well. Where would you put this versus, say, Tick Tick Boom? I don't know if you like that, but oh, as I'd, a as a one v one, I'd rate this part. I feel like okay. it's a fun. Uh, Where would yeah, you put yeah. this uh, against High School Musical? <laughs> oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, you got me there. Uh, got Troy no. Bolton or fucking Ryan Gosling? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'd probably have to go with Ryan. Sorry, yeah, Troy. <laughs> Any other? Get your, get your head in the game. Get your... <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Cinemates. Make sure to follow us and leave a review on your chosen streaming platforms. Also, check out our Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube channel for more Cinemates content. In the spirit of reconciliation, we acknowledge Australia's First Nations people as the traditional owners and custodians of the land and pay respect to the Camaragal people of the Eora Nation upon whose country Cinemaze is based. We honour the storytelling and culture of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander communities across Australia. Also, in the spirit of chatting with mates, remember it's always important to check in with those around you. Whether it's friends, family or colleagues, sometimes they may be going through a hard time, chatting with them may reassure them that they aren't alone. If you or anyone you know is ever struggling, call Lifeline on 13 11 14.